Here we go. Wednesday night in the room podcast. Take two with Jorge Vega talking about his amazing performance at Lion Fight 74. Uh, what, two and a half, three weeks ago, my friend? Yeah. A lot of training. <laughs> a lot of training. Dude, a five-round grueling uh, paced war there, bro. Um, where oh, you, yeah. Yeah, man. Were a bunch of bumps and bruises after that fight, or was it mostly uh, fatigue? Nah, it's a little bumps and bruises. There's definitely bumps and bruises. Uh, some shin-sensitive, you know what I'm saying? Elbows, since I started throwing elbows again. Thumbs. So it was a little bit. It was a little bit. The funny part is that my jaw was a little bit dislocated, so I had to put it back into place. <laughs> what do you mean a little dislocated? Like when? After the it, after it, the fight? It was a little bit. It was a little bit. It was. It went to the side for some reason, so I had to like push it back in the center. Was that during the fight or, or, or after the fight? No, I was after the fight. During the fight, I didn't feel nothing. All right. All right. Um, as far as the fight, bro, um, another KO. It took uh, yes. almost five rounds in there to do it, bro. Uh, you guys both look like you were uh, had it all laid out there in that fifth round, man. As far as you know, going through that fight, how'd you, how'd you think of your performance uh, this time around? Nah, I did pretty good. I put everything, everything out there, all my toolbox, all my tools, everything that I have, everything that I learned, I put it in that fight. Is that it's just not only hands? It's elbows, knees, everything, even the throw. You seen that throw? It was beautiful. <laughs> Dude. Everything for uh, heavyweights throwing around, doing shit like that, bro. Um, do do you have any of that? Do you? I mean, is it all Muay Thai background? What else? Uh, do you have other martial arts that you have you have picked up along the way? Is it pure Muay Thai that you're you're throwing out here? It's pure Muay Thai. People uh, have different variation of Muay Thai, so whatever I see and I like, I put it in my tools. Um, I'm more, I'm a person that learns, you know what I'm saying? So whatever I learn, something new, I like it. I want to put it, I want to put it together with my toolbox because it looks great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not only one way. I like to see my surroundings, see what's new out there, see what I can learn, see what I can grab, what can I do with it. That is the type of fighter I am. And that's what you see most of the time. Well, new generation of Muay Thai making it uh, more mainstream here in the, the USA, bro. And doing it for Lion Fight in front of your home crowd. Second time fighting for um, for them at House, House of Blues, right? Uh, I, spoke, yeah. I spoke to you and George about, you know, you know and after that fight. Man, uh, you seemed like you, had, you said you had no nerves. The second time around, was there any nerves or was it, uh, you know, business as usual again walking into Boston? Always business. Always business. No, no nerves. I've been doing amateur for a while. I'm always like I talked uh, how we talked to last time. I was the underdog, so I already had the crowd already hated me, so it wasn't as bad. You know what I'm saying? So once you get used to that, that like every single time you fight, people don't like you. People are booing you. People think you're gonna lose. It's like that builds you up. You have that confidence. So you're not worrying about it no more. Everything is like you deal with the negative already. Now it's time for the positive. This is was your third pro fight for Lion Fight, correct? Yes. And yes, and you're three and zero at this point. All your yes, all, all your all your fights for Lion Fight. I think uh, your first fight was Lion Fight '69. I think that might have been a third third round KO. 
Then you were on uh, Lion Fights. No, that was the, I think that was second round. Second round? Favorite. Sorry, sorry. All right. Oh, just make a show. Yeah, no, no. You should know better than I do. That's for sure. Uh, then Lion Fight 72, that was at the Shriners, right? Yes, it was. And that was what? A fourth round uh, KO? Fourth round knockout. Yeah. All right. And then just the recent one, Lion Fight 74, back at House of Blues, you had a fifth round KO. Man, what was your favorite fight out of uh, these three? The last one. <laughs> now, that be the last one. How the last one, have you seen those elbows? Those elbows landed clean. You seen the throw? That was nasty. It's like we I worked at every new thing, um, preparing for this fight. I made sure that I was just not just punching and kicking. I made sure I had a lot of different striking, a lot of different movement. Uh, just to show everybody that, you know what I'm saying, I am a Muay Thai fighter, just not a puncher. Not only a puncher, only a kicker. I can throw knees, I can throw, I can throw my elbows. And that's what I want to do. So the last one is my favorite. Well, you definitely celebrated like a, it was your favorite, man. Um, you know, after that knockout, I mean, you laid him, flatlined him on the ground. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of exhaustion in that in that too. I mean, you guys are heavyweights fighting to the fifth round here in in a grueling pace, man. But um, you know, did you feel that coming? Did you feel that like him just like? ready to drop like that? I mean, it, it took a few connections to do it at the end, but did you know and feel that it, it was only going to take a matter of time to till you took him out? No. No, I didn't feel anything. Uh, I don't worry about the knockout. I worry about for the victory. I want the victory. So I do everything possible to get that victory. It just was not his night. I'm going I'm to get you. That's what, that's, Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm getting. I'm getting to your Instagram while you're talking. I'm gonna go through some stuff and check it out, and uh, they can hear you and stuff. Keep talking. All right. So yeah, I just went for the victory. I'm not worrying about the knockout. Um, it was just good timing, uh, accuracy, and then enough power to like put him to the rope and finish it off. Um, my friend, not to get off course here. Oh, here you are doing some pads with uh, George Tebow. Uh, but I just saw some uh, a little wrestling footage on your Instagram here, bro. What's with the wrestling? Was that you wrestling? Yeah, we were supposed to do two shows in the same night. I mean, the same month. So we was gonna do MMA deadline fight. But you know, when it comes to that contract, I, I couldn't do it. So we only do we only focus on Muay Thai after that. So there's MMA in the future, like that. That's what I was getting at. Like when I was speaking about you know. Um, you know, how you, you know, other training in there. So you've trained um, in MMA, jiu-jitsu and stuff in the past, correct? Yes, I have. So you're well, so you are a well-rounded fighter here. Like you could fight MMA. You could go in there and, and grapple if you have to, correct? That is true. So what's going on here? Is it, uh, is it more like you just got done with Lion Fight and I know mm -hmm. uh, talking to you before that fight, you wanted to stay busy and you mentioned, you know, getting on, uh, you know, back-to-back Cod's MMA in one month, but uh, you know it's it was seven months span I think between your last fight and this uh, most recent one. Um, what was the the holdup in there? You were waiting for another Muay Thai fight. You can get in an MMA fight. What's going on? Well, actually, I was gonna fight twice. So I had an MMA fight on June, and then I was gonna fight Lion Fight July eighth. 
But when we made that contract with Lion Fight, they wouldn't allow me to fight any promotion for 45 days. So we had to cancel the MMA fight to fight the Lion Fight. Okay, so you were scheduled uh, for an MMA fight. I could see how that is. I mean, you know, it was you fought for a lion fight a couple of times. They high on you, and they didn't want nothing happening to you, uh, especially MMA fight. I mean, you can, get, you know, anything can happen in there. Um, but That's true. yeah, so as far as that decision, now you just fought for lion fight. Um, I don't know what your plans are in the future with them. If they're under contract, I mean, you, maybe you could tell us that you're a free agent. Can you fight MMA? Can you fight for another, uh, Muay Thai, uh, promotion if you choose to anytime? Well, I am a free agent, all right. so I can fight whenever I want, depending on the promotions and all that. So I have the opportunity to do that. Right. Uh, going forward for MMA and Muay Thai, uh, it's still we still doing the we still talking about it. So we trying to figure out what's the best course to take. Uh, if I do the line fight, it should be a potential title fight there. I'm just saying. Um, if it's MMA, depends like which promotion wants to uh, want to sign me up and fight for them. Um, I don't know if you can tell um, on air what the promotion was that you were scheduled to fight for in the MMA. Um, can you can you tell that? Yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure about that. All right. So only my coaches know all that. All right. So I just train and fight. All right. Are 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 there any promotions out there that you would like to fight for as far as MMA? Are there any that stand out to you that uh you know you'd like to go in there? Because I I know you're looking out for these heavyweight fighters because if 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 you were jumping on uh you know an MMA card uh, you might have had an opponent scheduled or you're looking at opponents um. You know what? What interests you here, as far as New England and and you know the MMA circuit here? Well, the real big goal, the big goal, is to go to the USC. Yeah, that that's another that's a big goal for me right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but looking around here, oh, CS, I would like to fight in my hometown instead of driving to Boston. You know what I'm saying? I, I like more recognition here. Say like they got a fighter in Rhode Island doing big things and things like that. Well, as far as, um, you know, all the, the, the gyms that you train, cross-train, training partners in the area, Providence, Pawtucket, all them, all this area around here is is your home turf, and fighting for CES would definitely get you, uh, get you uh, fans in the seat, get them uh, tickets sold, and get your... Get your beautiful mug on Fight Pass, bro, because you're you're a diamond. You're a diamond in the rough. I mean, you have been on Fight Pass for um for Lion Fight when oh, they, yeah. yeah, and they were plastering you all over um in, uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter and stuff like that. But we need more of that from Jorge. What the, what the hell's going on, man? Uh, you know, you're a diamond in the rough. You got three knockouts. Uh, you you're killing people out there. And here's another thing: we just did our MMA rankings in New England. The heavyweight division is so thin, brother. You would make massive waves in like any promotion. I mean, one fight you'd already be in the rankings. You know what I mean? How yeah. how 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 do you think you would do? Uh, you know, in the talent pool around New England as far as MMA, I think I would do pretty good. I'm not. I'm trying. To, I'm not trying to sound overconfident. Just you know, I'll do pretty good. I got my skills. They got their skills. I just want to test them out. That's what it is with me anyway. I like to test my skills with other fighters and see what they have, what, what they do. I like to study them. I need to make sure, like, uh, what type of skill set they have. 
so like that, I work on my um, my weakness and develop so I can improve and fight them. Now, as far as your jiu-jitsu work, uh, I would imagine you're you're doing everything right now. When you're getting ready for Lion Fight, I would imagine it's strictly Muay Thai. But now that you're a free agent, you're you're kind of weighing options here. Um, are you getting a lot of rounds? You're getting jiu-jitsu in there. You're getting, you know, you're putting it all together in case you get that that big fight that uh, you're looking for in MMA. At the moment, I am resting. <laughs> the fight, you know what I'm saying? But once I'm done resting and I recover and I'm ready to go, so yes, we do we do more jujitsu. Try to focus on MMA part. Uh, just in case if something does come out and like opportunity, I want to be ready and make sure that I'm on point. So I'm I fight whoever. As far as your jujitsu work, Matt Santos is that or uh, George Tebow, both of them guys uh, roll with you, get you ready. Do you cross train anywhere else to get uh, some uh, rolling time? Because you were a big guy. I don't know how many uh, big guys are in uh, in that Santos. I know, uh, I know, um, you know George and, and Coach there are, but you know, do you have guys that your size you can roll with there? Uh, nah, it's just a little bit. It's taller than me. <laughs> but not like my size. Um, but that's good though. Cause when I roll with um people a little bit smaller, it helps me control more like my technique instead of overpowering them. So I can get better at my jujitsu. So like that when I do fight with a bigger guy or roll with a bigger guy, I have more control. Um and more relaxed when it comes to certain positions. I know you train out of city city Atong too. Um, did they? Uh, did you get a lot of rounds with them, helping you for that uh, Lion Fight seventy four fight? I did. I actually learned uh, uh, the Robodope. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it's like something that some guy was doing it on the cage. I couldn't hit him in the face. I'm like, yo, I'm, why am I missing? And then he was doing all this. I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so when uh, when I was finding this dude, and I was already exhausted, it's like, what can I do right now? He's all on me. I started going to the rope and started like, all right, let's see if this works. So I don't get hit as much. It so it's, it's, it's good because you learn different stuff from different people. They have different styles. So I just I just learn from it. And then if I like something that I, I uh, if I see something I like, then I take it. Uh, my guy, sponge, a sponge sucking it up here, man. Um, you know, after that lion fight, I mean, is there any talks or anything going on with them as far as you know anything about Lion Fight? If they, you know, another card, uh, like their schedule. Is there anything on the horizon for them that you can look forward mm, to? I'm not 100% sure. I know that it's supposed to be a potential title fight. That's what I know. When it's going to be, I'm not 100% sure. But it's going to be maybe soon, maybe a couple of months, or maybe next year. So it all depends on them. Well, I know they, you know, travel out of the country. They come back. They travel out. So, you know, maybe the maybe they'll take you with them uh, overseas. You know, uh, maybe for a title fight, go fight someone in a, you know, someone else's land, bro. I mean, I know they've, uh, you know, Chips traveled. Steve Walker's traveled. Uh, now it's your time to travel with Lion Fight. You know what I mean? The three three fights, three knockouts. Um, yeah. Big big heavyweight there making his rounds, bro. Uh, dude, we need more more of. Mr. Vega here, uh, highlight reels. Hey, I always try to do my best, man. <laughs> I like I always say like I'm I like to fight, I like to perform, I like to people enjoy the fight. That's always that's my thing. I never go half at anything. I always go hundred percent every single time doing training, doing my fight. Um I'm not worrying about anything, just perform the best that I can.
and use everything in my power to get that victory. Now you said uh, you know you're resting right now. Uh, how does mm. how how does a big man like yourself rest um, and uh, you know not put on another fifty pounds before you get to that you know that next fight? How how do you enjoy yourself in between fights and after a victory like that? Ah, trying to keep myself busy, keep myself busy, trying to get um get distracted. Um, I actually teach, so I teach somebody um private. Then after that, I teach in the class. You know what I'm saying? Just keeping myself occupied, doing things like that. So at least every single time I teach, I'm learning myself because I'm teaching moves. And then I, was, then I realized that, oh, I can use that move. Why I never used it before? You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a good benefit of teaching others because um, you learn something new every single time. Even though it's from you, but you never thought about it until you start showing it to somebody else. Well, dude, that's not much resting. You're still getting rounds. You're still getting people prepared. I thought you well, were like, I, I, I didn't think you were like, I didn't think you stepped in. When you say resting, I, I didn't think you even looked at the gym in, in two and a half, well, three weeks. No, resting meaning that I can't spar. I can't All right. do anything. Okay. I can't do no nothing physical. Yeah. Though, that's what I mean. All right. If All right. I, I can't. If I sit here in my house, I'd be so bored <laughs> out of my mind. So it's like I need to do something. So if I can teach for a little bit and continue doing what I'm doing, I take it all day. Been sitting here. Excellent, my man. Excellent. So any other uh, any other um, kind of prospects coming out of uh, where you're training out of? Anyone else to uh, kind of watch out for? Are you the, the the diamond in the rough? We're really focusing out of Team Santos right now. Uh, I'm the only one for now. There are some, but they're not ready yet. So I don't, don't want to give no information yet. All right. But they are some, they're getting prepared, uh, they're working their way up, uh, and they're looking fantastic. I can't wait until they like start getting titles and amateur just like me. So like that, you can see I won't be the only one. Well, I'll definitely be seeing you at some smoker shows, uh, probably in the corner of some of these uh, these young ones coming up. You might, uh, you know, It's always busy around the Providence area with uh, you know great smokers and a lot of Muay Thai uh, kickbox, kickboxing exhibitions and stuff there. Uh, so, bro, I had I had uh, Sean Schubert on here on Monday, man. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He 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 told me he potted his ass off uh, at at because you know a fight like that he gets out people are handing him drinks and stuff. He told me he kind of pissed the doctor off because he was all drunk in the back while he was getting stitched up. Did you witness anything? Oh, did you? Oh no, I think your fight was kind of after him, so you had to focus on. Uh, yeah, what's after? Yeah, so you had to. Yeah, you couldn't really watch the, the 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 shit happening in the back. But you know, Sean told me he was making a scene in the back room uh, while getting stitched up having a party oh well I, I made a little scene myself <laughs> what, what? Uh, it, 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 it was kind of crazy so i you see my fight right yeah i'm tired um i'm ready to go i went to see the doctors you know they took my gloves away and my wraps that was that's like that's the second time that happened like what to take you know them to take them away and keep them or or, or... no taking away to see you know what i'm saying if i don't know to be honest, I don't want to assume anything. But they took away my my wraps. They took away my um my gloves, uh, cause I knocked this dude out. Oh, so okay. they wanted to make sure. I don't know what they're making sure for, but they like to make sure. And I'm like, why are you taking my gloves away? I like I just got down fighting. I wanted they wanted to see the doctor. And the first thing we do is take my gloves and my wraps away. Like, are you, like what's going on? It was like, oh man, that was crazy, bro. 
Well, they wanted to see if there was a brick in there. Dude, you freaking flatlined the guy. What are you going to do? <laughs> he was laid out on his face. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Uh, I'm a fighter. I'm, I'm a very clean fighter. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in anything that should be, nothing to help you to win a fight or nothing extra. You know what I'm saying? I like a one-on-one -on -one fair fight all the time. I just want to put it out there real quick. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I fight bigger people, heavier people, and I'm the tiny one. Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take the challenge. Now, as far as this kid, like you said, a bigger dude, um, where was he from? He wasn't from the area. Did they, did they bring him in, or was he from the, the New England or New York or, or surrounding areas? Where was he from? He was from uh, Minnesota, I think. Okay. All right. He was from Minnesota. So he didn't go home happy, or if he made it home, I mean, he still could be in the hospital right now. From <laughs> well, I, w I was told, I was told. Oh no, <laughs> I was told um, that his jaw was broken. Oh. So he he, he could have been he could have been here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if he can go to the airport with a broken jaw. Oh, that's so too funny. Like, I'm not 100 sure. That's too funny. That's no, it's not. Yeah, I I apologize. It's not funny, but it's it's. <laughs> Pretty cool. No, the funny part is, <laughs> that is that funny. I'm, in I'm, I'm in pain in the room, right? I'm in so much pain. Uh, and then they, somebody came and just told me, oh, so you broke his jaw. I was like, you know what? I think I feel better. I yeah. I feel better. That'll definitely it's do a, it. Yeah, my pain compared to his pain is like, nah, it's, it's not the same. Excellent, my man. Well, uh, Steve Walker had uh, everyone was like, look flatlined in there. Sean Schubert, his guy hit the floor. Steve, um, his guy was just dead. I mean, I feel oh, bad. Oh, yeah, it was bad. I feel bad. It was for, bad. He was out for a, a long time. I mean, I was a, a long time. I mean, what did you? Yes, he was. So were you, um, at that point, at Steve's fight, were you out in the, with the people? Were you watching from uh, the, out, the back room? Where were you when uh, Steve decapitated? No, I, I was actually in there. I was there. You were risk, uh, ringside? I, I, was, I, I was inside watching the fight. <laughs> That place was fucking crazy, dude. It was. It was. Yo, the, my, my surprise was that how easy it was for him. I'm not saying he's a bad, the other guy's a bad fighter, but it was like he just got clipped, and the first thing he does is lay down. It's like, wow, all right. So his nickname is real. You know what I'm saying? His nickname is real. Yeah. He will put you to sleep. Definitely, dude. I don't know what's going on with him uh, in the future. I mean, uh, who's he going to fight? I mean, uh, King Kong? I mean, the dude is just, he's relentless. Um, dude, I don't know. Wait, it's not its, it's not who's going to fight. It's who will be willing to fight him. Dude, you, you, you know what? Like, not to take him away from Lion Fight, but I think he would be amazing for karate combat. Um if they have somebody that could match up, if he went to like down the line, that karate combat, that guy yeah. would make, cause Ross, uh, Ross Levine, Turbo Levine, he's their uh, middleweight champion. Imagine Steve taking out all those friggin' foreign monsters, the Swedish guys, the Russian guys and karate. I mean, not to take him away from, you know, lion fight, but to see that guy in karate combat doing them uh, twirling, Kicks it will make him great. It, it, it he would and be. It will make him. He, he will. He will be. He will be fantastic. He's a fantastic fighter. Yeah. So that means he will be a champion lion fight, and he gonna be a champion karate. What? I I Two think for promotions like you a champion both promotion. That's like you on top of the world right now. 
because it's all striking. Yep. I, I don't know who manages Steve Walker, but I think um, they definitely should look into, you know, if Lion Fight's only fighting like once every seven months, six months, jump on. Uh, That's true. Jump on one of those karate combat shows, man. Uh, they're they're hosted by Robin Black. They got uh, Bass Rutan in there. Um, they're on their way up, bro. And uh, you know, Steve Steve could be like a superstar for those people. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I can see that all day. Hey, I could see you in there too, bro. But listen, honestly, I want you in MMA at this point because we need a heavyweight like you coming out of New England who can throw hands like you. And, uh, you know, if you could grapple and wrestle like you throw hands and kick and punch, man, uh, you're going to be a fucking crazy uh, prospect in this area, bro. Yeah, and the best part would be that I'd be the shortest guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the shortest guy in there. That's the only funny part about it. It's like no matter who you put in there, I would be the shortest guy in there. With the, with the highest kick, though. Probably with the highest kick. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely take some kicks. Yeah, you'll know a lot of elbows more than these guys, bro. I think you're, uh, I think you're uh, bringing it up just fine, man. Uh, you know, working your hands and kicks and everything with Lion Fight, getting that, uh, you know, that that experience with them in front of huge crowds, and then, uh, you know, the experience you have with Team Santos and uh, City Atang and everything, putting it all together and coming out for CES and MMA as their prospect heavyweight dude. That could be really cool, man. Good for you. Mm. So let me let me tell let me tell you a quick story real quick. Come on, Nate, don't so have to be before, quick. Come before on. that fight, before that fight, I was I was ready. I was healthy. I was ready to go. But I guess I overdid it, and I got super dehydrated, so I got sick, and I was super weak. You know what I'm saying? No cardio, no no strength, no nothing. I had to build my way up before that fight came on. That was the toughest. I want to say three to four weeks. Three to four weeks, it was tough for me because every single time I feel weaker and weaker. And then I started building my strength with strength conditioning. We started doing slow um, to, um, striking so that I can get back into place. And then after the second or third week, that's when I regained my strength. I was still not 100%, but I, I, I had enough that I can I could still fight. So uh, a couple more things about that fight, and then uh, you know I'll let you give... Uh you know, say, say your piece on the way out here and, uh, and stuff like that. But a crowd like that, bro, um, what does that do? I mean, you say you're not nervous in there and stuff like that, but what does that do for, uh, does the hair on the back of your neck stand up? Because, uh, you know, that place was electric. I mean, you don't get the fight in front of that kind of home crowd and that kind of, uh, you know, just, I can't energy. It was nuts, dude. It was it was it was all Boston. It was all New England in that place. Alright, so I had somebody recently asked me the same question. And I said nothing. I feel nothing. <laughs> but that was my mistake. I should have specified exactly what I meant. So what happened is over the years, the crowd was always against me. So little by little I started tuning them out so I can focus in the fight. So it's hard now because the chain for me to get that excitement since I had years of blocking the crowd out because all I had was negativity towards me. So it, it, it's, it's kind of new, new territory right now. So it's like I, can, I, I feel great that it chain for me, 
but it's hard to get used to it because over the years, all the negativity with the crowd wanting me to lose and all the boo, he sucked type of vibe. It's like, but hearing the crowd in the video, when I watch my video, hearing the crowd saying my last name or Corner Red or Providence, you know what I'm saying? It does make me really happy, you know what I'm saying? At least I know they cheer for me. But when doing the fight, you don't know what to expect. So before I get in there, I'm mentally prepared that if the crowd is against me, it doesn't matter. I got to go in there. I have to perform and do my best. Excellent. Well so said. That's, that, that's my mentality. But when I see it on the phone or on TV, it's a different type of feeling because now I can like relax. I can see the fights. Um, I can hear the crowd. And then I feel like, oh, my God, I'm happy that they chill for me. I'm excited they chill for me. But when I'm in the ring, Anything can happen. As far as uh, your fighting style and what are you doing and what you do in there, if you could, um, you know, say one thing, your your biggest attribute in there as far as when you fight, what is it? What is the biggest, uh, what's the thing that you think is your best quality as far as a fighter? My determination? Yeah. I'm determined to win. I'm determined to give it my all. I'm determined not to quit. You know what I'm saying? All this is just me having willpower. Because reality is this. When you're in a fight, right, anybody can fight. Anybody got power, anybody got speed. It's when you're dying. How much willpower do you have to try to survive? How much willpower do you have to continue the fight? You know what I'm saying? How, how much willpower do you have to, like, try to get this victory? Not settle. Try to get the victory. I think determination is mine. Excellent, I mean. Well, That's what happened in the fifth, in the fifth round. The fifth round was determination. Who has the who has the more uh, the more willpower, me or him? And I decided that it was me, and I took that victory. He decided it was him, and he flatlined the kid. It was like, it was like, oh, dude! Hey, hey! Last thing, last thing before I let you give like shoutouts, I gotta get to that video because you remember I shared it everywhere, and then I started pinning uh, picking little parts out of it. And if you look in the video and you saw it and you didn't notice that at first, you see Dave Ginsburg, one of the one of the uh, one of the judges falling off his chair almost because you almost sent the guy into the crowd when you hit him. So I gotta go find oh, it. Oh no no, I saw I saw that the first time I saw the video. All right, let me go get that. that. I noticed that super quick. <laughs> I gotta go get that. I'm gonna grab it. Then I'm gonna uh, where am I? Yo, the funny part was in the same time he fell. That was hilarious. He's coming right at us. That's almost like what I thought he was saying. Um, yeah, I kind of shared that. Every, I can't. Where is it? Oh, it's at New England. All right, hold on. I got it. There we go. I'll find it now. I just got to show everyone that um, right here. Here it is. Man, he was still firing at you too, man. Oh my God, there he goes, there he goes, tripping. See Dave, <laughs> Dave Gisberg almost fall off. That's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> Not, nothing against Dave oh, Ginsburg, man. man. But that was fun. It was like I made all memes on it, like him coming at you, like coming at him 3D. It was like the guy was coming right. He's coming right at me. It was man, fucking. The funny part when you roll. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I love that one. Oh, that's awesome. People, that's why people hate me. That's why people hate me because uh, I bust their balls a lot. And, you know, you, you, you got to have thick, hey, so, 
Don't get caught on camera. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Don't fall off your seat when there's no, there's no, there, there is, the guy ain't going to hit you. He's like 20 feet away. Jesus, it's fucking crazy. All right, with that said, my man. Hey, dude, I appreciate you coming on today. Dude, I I usually have a podcast guest, not a guest, a co-host, Tommy, in here. And we just shoot the shit now on Wednesdays. And he couldn't come tonight, so I threw it out there. Hey, random phone calls. Anyone wants to call in? And you jumped right on it. And, uh, dude, I just decided to screw the fucking random shit and just make, uh, you know, a little show about you and uh, recap it and you know, see what the hell's going on with you in the future. And uh, I'm glad I did, bro. I'm glad I did. Me too. Me too. I appreciate it, man. Um, I need the most. Oh, look at that. That's how you wing it. Things happen. Out of nowhere. That's all we we do on this show. (laughs) We wing it. Oh, man. No, but I do appreciate it. Um, Being part of your show. Uh, I need more practice. You know what I'm saying? But I do appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, well, one thing I I would love you, for you to do is uh, come down here. I mean, I'm only in Johnston. I'm right down the street. Come down here with Matt. Come down here with George and yourself, um, you know, live together, and we'll just shoot the shit. Um, hey, just send me a date and a time. Yeah, definitely. Well, definitely. I'll have you two, uh, two or three guys down here because uh, I know Matt has stories for days. And the way he, oh, he does. and the way he tells them, it's like a, it's a comedian. So um, you know he's a he's a good interview. So uh, Jorge, we'll definitely do that, man. When uh, some fight news comes up, um, hopefully it's MMA because I want to see you in there banging, banging. Uh, you know, in the Providence area. But uh, we'll definitely have you guys all down, and uh, we'll do a podcast that way. Uh, with that said, bro, any thank you sponsors, uh, shout outs, social media, throw it out there, and uh, I'll let you get back to resting. All right, cool, cool, cool. So uh, I want to thank my coaches and my gym. You know what I'm saying? Coming down with, without them. So my coaches is Matt Santos, Gordon Hernandez, and then George Tebow. That's the main prime right there. I want to thank Citatong and Crew Monterogati from Boston. Good teamwork um, up, in, up in Boston. Good session, inspiring. You learn a lot. You learn a lot. I uh, also want to thank sponsor... Um, Providence Barbell and Auburn Animal Hospital. Yeah. You're an animal you're an animal lover, huh? Ah, I like dogs. Yeah, me too. I like cats and dogs. <laughs> I, like, I like dogs. Um so yeah, and I want to thank everybody who supported me, anybody who saw my fight, anybody who came to my fight, you know what I'm saying? I do appreciate that. Uh, and you continue supporting me. I continue giving you good shows. That's what it is. I'm here to entertain, and I entertain myself fighting. Excellent. I mean, well, dude, I can't wait to see uh, what's next for you. Like I said, I hope it's MMA because, uh, dude, i really like to see another heavyweight uh, pro make his way through uh, the ranks and, and, and the promotions here, man. Um, all the power to you, brother. I'll definitely be supporting you. Uh, from whatever uh, kind of fighting style you uh, like to adventure into. But I'm here for you, bro. Anytime you want to talk again, let's do it. Ah, right, that's cool. That's cool. All oh, right. you can also find me on Instagram at champion underscore hot 12. Excellent. Or Facebook, whatever. There you go. I got them both right there for uh, the folks at home. Awesome. Uh, with that said, bro, uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Don't go away. Once I end the show, I just want to talk to you for a couple of minutes. Uh, but with sure. that said, people... Um, check this dude out. Three KOs for Lion Fight. 
Three and is a Muay Thai heavyweight. He's making his way to MMA in the not too distant future. With that said, Jorge Vega, man, thank you so much, bro, for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. All right, thank you very much. Later. All right, don't go anywhere. Later. <laughs>